Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Here's your host. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is Ryan and Ashley here with another episode of Crafting Couples. And uh, how you doing this evening, Ashley? Yeah, Crafting Couples. I didn't think it was couple. I thought it was the crafting couple. The crafting couples? Couples means two. Couple means one couple. So are Couples we a couple? means two couples. There's not two couples. So that's true. Yeah. So I just made that <laughs> plural instead of singular. Yeah, whatever oh. it is, but that was totally wrong. <laughs> Maybe that's my lisp coming through. Do I have a lisp? I don't no, know. You I'm don't. just going to chalk it up to a lisp. Wow. Well, anyway, we are the crafting couple. <laughs> Here to bring you some entertainment this evening. I'm not sure you can get a better show opener than that. Um, I guess we know how we're feeling and how we're doing already as well, judging by the laughter. Yes. <laughs> and that piece of green stuff in your teeth. Where'd you get that at? For real? I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> you should for see For real? It. Yeah, for real. Is it the salsa? <laughs> it might have been the salsa. Guys, we are here to talk about... Craft beer and everything uh, crafting, because Ashley and I, we just enjoy, as you know, me on the podcast, Brewed Boy 813, love brewing craft beer. And I- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't take myself seriously knowing there's a green thing in my beer. <laughs> you got to get it out It's all No, you got it. It's gone? Okay. It's gone. It's totally gone. All right. We're ready again. And Ashley, of course, she's a crafter herself, just not of the beer. She loves to do um, children's clothing. That's what mm. she's a seamstress. Yes, I'm a maker of textile fabrics, making clothes for children, my own, That's myself. Right. So That's right. That makes me a maker. We love bringing stuff to life and crafting it into existence. So um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and do one of our favorite segments and get one of our three amazing beers. I say amazing. I think the first one at least is good. Uh, it doesn't get very high ratings on uh, Beer Advocate, but that's okay. It's really just up to preference. And this is from the uh, 21st Amendment Brewery out in California. It's the Hell or High Watermelon. It's a watermelon wheat beer, and I think it's just absolutely fantastic. Ashley has never had this before. I have not. You've bought it a few times, I think. I'm kind of a hog. Mm, yeah. She's <laughs> like <laughs> But we're big fans of watermelon, and when crafted right, it can all come out good. So we're going to go ahead and uh, have a toast. Mm. I love this beer. It's so refreshing. Yeah, it's not bad. The smell of it is rather funky. <clears throat> not it's my favorite little... smell. I think, you know, I don't know when this one was canned. I don't know if that makes any difference. It's 5%, so that's that's a good difference right there. But um, let's see if I can find out. Mm. No, can't figure that out. It is a little bit pungent. But that's not bad. It's it's really not a bad Oh, pungent. no, no, no. Well, it's kind of like we have another beer coming up where I think the smell is more overwhelming as opposed to the taste. Mm-hmm. So um, with this beer, the smell, though it isn't like the most pleasant, pleasant smell, the taste is rather nice. That's for sure. So it's very, a really... Very clean taste. Yeah, very clean. And the aftertaste <clears throat> I like. That's where I get the most, the most watermelon is the after. Yeah. See, I, I like the fact that I get the, the, the wheat beer, you know, sensation, if you will, because like, you definitely mm-hmm. know you're drinking a wheat beer. But I love how subtle the yeah. watermelon is. It's, I mean, watermelon itself is not an overly power, over, overpowering flavor. No, no. Unless it's like a watermelon Jolly Rancher or something like that. For sure. 
but you know it's not compacted into the beer to where it's like overpowering it's just it feels like it's elegantly added on just as you know that little the back coating yeah it's really yummy it goes down really smooth and it's really light and refreshing it's it's kind of fluffy it's a little fluffy i like that i'm a little fluffy too you are that's why i love you So without further ado, got a couple of stories I wanted to run through. Big news out of Massachusetts. Um, you no longer have to buy a growler at the brewery that you are going to. Local law changed in Massachusetts this past week or so and uh, or is in the process of changing. And no longer do you have to get your growler filled by the company that makes the beer. So, you, you know, you walk in, you want, to take a, you want to take a growler home, you don't have to buy a growler and then buy the beer, you can literally bring your own. But there's a catch. What's the catch? There is a catch. The catch <laughs> is your growler has to be a completely outside clean bottle. So there cannot be any markings right. of, you know, another brewery on there. So it has to, be, it has to be, you know, a blank slate growler, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, yes and no. I, I think it's kind of cool because one... Could keep a you know a blank growler empty in their car, and you know yeah. they if they really ever needed to go fill it up on a random adventure, they could be like, "Hey, I've got a spare," and they don't got to worry about what's on that growler. True. Like, so I, I feel like I feel like it's it's a great thing that you no longer have to only have the growler for the uh, company that you're you're getting beer from in in Massachusetts. But I also feel like you know. It's really subjective to what uh, you 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 know you want to drink. But if you have a growler from another company, um, what am I trying to say here? I'm actually, <laughs> I don't know because like I truly though I love that each brewery has you know their own growler which fits their own you know kind of style taste. Mm-hmm. Like we, I think as a collector of let's say growlers, we have a beautiful blue growler from Stillhouse Brewery. That was awesome. It's yeah. one of my favorites. I love it. And it has a nice silver, you know, writing on it. So would I use it to fill up other places? You know, probably not. Would I go back to Stillhouse and get it filled? Yes. But if we, you know, switch to just blank growlers, that'd be a nice growler to, you know, put on display. Well, so uh, so, so I, 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 back to my train, train of thought here, taking Stillhouse into example, we had to buy their growler, but we but if I would have brought a growler, I mean, it's either because we're nice or it doesn't matter here in Florida. So, you know, you can take a, any growler from any company and just go get it filled. Right. So I guess this is this is fantastic news for Massachusetts. But I think on two sides, um, also the, the side of the, the company itself. As a craft brewer, you no longer have to worry about spending thousands of dollars on a, on a craft growler station. Yeah. So you don't have to make that investment if you're a small craft beer brewery just starting up. And, um, you know, you don't have to worry about making that investment. But I guess we kind of take it for granted here in Florida because I don't, I don't feel like we've ever had to worry about that. We just bought a growler if we didn't have one on us. Yeah, and I really don't know if it's a law that we just are not aware of. Well, like I said, I we're mean, just nice people. So. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's, I mean, and I think it's really cool too because I guess, as you said, you can just pour right from the tap then, right? Instead of having to have this big growler fill station, like well, to fill, like how does that so, work? So what, what that means is that, uh, let's say a craft brewery, just started up and somebody wanted to fill up a growler and they didn't have the growler they like let's say the company itself didn't provide growlers or 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 you know something like that they they wouldn't have to spend money for people to buy growlers and then fill it up and take their beer home they could just bring a blank growler to that new brewery and they could take it home and they could drink so it so what themselves. what my question is yeah. you just fill it up from the tap 
Yeah, well, they got a little hose. They well, stick right, it down yeah. to the growler. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I, I think it's a I think it's a neat new thing that's going to happen or or that's going to take take over Massachusetts in a better way. And you don't have to buy a growler every time you go to a brand new brewery. So good job, Massachusetts. Yeah, I'm super excited for you. <laughs> that's kind of a light overview. I think we had some uh, some good points, but oh yeah. Oh, and don't forget if you do have some growlers up there. Just scrub the logos off and you'll be fine. Yeah, scrub. Them yeah, scrub, scrub, scrub it up. So, <laughs> cheers to that. Cheers to scrubbing. Finish this beer. <clears throat> yum yum. That went down. That was yummy. So, I'm gonna jump over to this next article. Oh, this article. <clears throat> I know we talked about it a little bit two weeks ago, and um, you know, with how ABM Bev is just buying up all these different craft beer breweries since 2011 when they took over Goose Island, and one of the pieces of the article is what stood out more than anything else, which is something that I overlooked, okay? It, it, it goes on to say that all of these, like, the only thing that they have not gone after yet is the supply chain itself, meaning they haven't gone after suppliers of hops. They haven't gone after suppliers of yeast, which most brewers, they recycled their yeast. They, they've got their own set of yeast and things like that, same strands that they've been using for years upon years. And they haven't gone after the people that make all the grains and, and all the different flavors that we end up drinking, which I overlook. So what were some of your thoughts as you read through this article, my dear? And, and, and how did you think, you know, it will affect craft beer, the craft beer industry, you know? Like what, or if you had predecessing thoughts, like go So ahead and I know it. that you guys, if you listened to last, last time we casted, my thought on the whole, you know, the big, the big brewery, you know, like this, like AB and Bev buying up the tiny breweries, I guess, for their own personal gain. And though I know you said that, that they're not buying up the actual supplies, like hops and stuff. They did buy out. I'm trying to find it in here, but I think Northern, Northern Brew Supply. Did they? I'm tr- yes. It was, an, but it's just an actual online supply store and um it just kind of gets me like you know and it's something that you didn't highlight but that i read um and it just kind of struck me kind of sourly like, like maybe they just stuck their toes in the water a little bit just well, to see if they could get away with it kind of thing like, yeah but like it's it's just kind of like and i i i will find it but as it says like like, A, B, and Bev purchasing a handful of major hops or mop producers could be devastating. It could be. It really could be. Like, that That sounds absolutely terrible. You know? Well, like could you I, imagine being a craft beer brewer and or even a brewery itself? You know, so whether you're a small guy or, or you, you're in the industry um, and, and you wanted to go buy a bag of hops or, yeah. or even one ounce of hops. Yeah. If they owned the supply of it and then they started selling that, even selling, reselling that. Yeah. Or and making it harder to get, just like fuel or anything else. It could be devastating to, to every craft beer drinker because it's going to make everything more expensive unless you're drinking their products. Yeah. And I think that Which that's... Which is why I think people drink craft beer is to get away oh, from Oh, without a products. doubt. Without a doubt. You know what I mean? And then it's just kind of like the fact that they're buying up this and they're buying up that. As I stated last time, it was just a really big, yeah. you know, like not... Well, they're growing ever more towards 
you know, focusing us on what we should be drinking rather than letting us make our own decisions. There Agreed. you go. You so found I it. found it. Okay. So those methods, and this is per quote of this article, those methods of buying influence include the fall 2016 purchase of Northern Brewer, one of the country's biggest homebrew <laughs> supply websites. Hmm. Like, and it's funny because one of my parents in my classroom is a home brewer as well, and he had just talked about this website saying that where that's where he bought his kit from. So here you have people wanting to buy their kits, but they're buying from Northern Brewer, mm. which is now Owned by bought ABN out by AB and Bev. So which, just, just little, like, I get it. Like, I just think, why must all the big guys take from the little guys? I mean, well, I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan. And now it's just trickling out of the craft beer well, so the, the reason that they're venturing, let's, let's go ahead and, and kind of backtrack this in the beginning of the article now and kind of bring it home. The reason that they're venturing into all of these different avenues, maybe even into the supply chain, is because AB InBev just experienced their lowest right. quarterly return in a very, very since long time. 04. Since Since 2004. 2004. They, they just had their, their lowest... Their stocks have not declined. Exactly. They've been up, right. up, up. They and just then... kept going and going and going. And they've had their lowest quarterly return. So yep. this has serious implications because yep. as a large corporation that, that it is, and after buying up all of and, and acquiring all of these uh, craft beer breweries, you know, one could think, are they spread too thin or do they not have enough diversity? And so really, I think... I think it's not so much the the small craft beer breweries that have to swim upstream now. I think it's AB InBev still continuing to look for ways to stay relevant. And by for buying sure. up all of these other, you know, beer, breweries, different avenues for you to get your uh, your brewing supplies and everything else. I really feel like this is where it's headed and they're they're kind of scared. And well, so I mean, as it says in the end of the article, <clears throat> I might have to bring I'm a huge label reader. When it comes to food, whenever I buy it, so now here's one more thing I might have to look at whenever I purchase beer. Well, and so uh, we, <laughs> you weren't on the uh, podcast, but there is a symbol now that's uh, it's a craft beer association of some sort where it's like an upside down bottle of beer, and, it's, yeah. and it says uh, you know basically that you're in, that they're independent brewers. So oh. there's a symbol out there now that's growing well, on that's beer. That's cool. I haven't seen it yet on any of the bottles that I've bought. Okay. So, you know. We will keep an eye out we for will. this. Another beer. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should because we only have, I think, two stories left. So we well, need to. So, should we go hoppy or should we go subtly hoppy but also. I want to save this one for last. Okay. All right. So, what we're going to do now is crack open my newest version of the, the Belgium blonde that I've brewed. And what I, what I mean by that is that it came out just as good as what I had shared on the podcast before. And I feel like, Donnie, you know, you really enjoyed it too uh, when you had it. But the only problem is that, and we had a conversation about this on the podcast, I brewed it in a hot bag, or brewed it without a hot bag right. this time. Yes, you did. So if you've been following me on the podcast, I had my opinion about it and it was like, yeah, it was really organic. It was a lot nicer. But I've got to tell you, brewing this style of beer without a hot bag really impacted the fermentation process and the flavor because this actually has a little bit more hoppiness than what was anticipate what I was anticipating. So, well, we should try it out <clears throat> just to double check. 
And uh, I will tell you, if anything's these, changed. these are carbonated. Uh, this one, I think, I ran out of carbonation tablets when I actually brewed it. Oh, I was wondering. <laughs> Don't run out of carbonation tablets when you're bottling beer. You got all the flavors of the blonde, but you see, you can pick up the hops. Yeah. It's not a bad, undrinkable beer, but what happened was that there was too much hops left in the beer itself. Yeah. That didn't get a clean filtration. So if I'm not, if I'm a, if I'm a small home brewer like this, and I don't use a, a hot bag for this style of beer, it's not that it's not good. It's not that it's not no. drinkable, but it's it's got too much hops in it. So I don't know where I was whenever you were brewing this, but like I know you can also use a muslin or cheesecloth to use. Which, which getting back to the crafting of you, you were gonna make me a cheesecloth. I know. Why and you never did. You, it, I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I was know. waiting for it. I think actually this was supposed to be done for this beer. I'm not going to blame I'm you. I'm pretty though. sure you're right, but I'm I, not I can't blame say you. that. I might take a little bit of the blame as your wife. You don't have I'm to sorry. take any of the blame. You've been blamed enough. But so for any you know homebrew who's <laughs> out there, if you run out of a bag, I mean, don't freak. Right. If you have like a really thin, thin material like a cheesecloth or like a muslin it. bag. Oh. Sanitize, sanitize it, it first before you use it, and then you should be able to use it um, in your in your brewery process. Yeah. So, so it's it, it like I said, it's got all the flavors that it's supposed to have, but it's a yeah. little bit more hoppier for a Belgian blonde than I would have anticipated. So I think the next time I brew this beer, you know, you can still drink it <laughs> unless you try to pour it in my. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to pour it in the glass. It's, it's really not that bad. It's almost like a hoppy Belgium. I'm just going to change it to a hoppy Belgium. So, but that's okay. No, it's not bad. <clears throat> no, and the other one that I poured the other night had more carbonation because these didn't have any carbonation. Um, spoiler alert. I don't know if y'all know, but I know. Ryan's brewing me a Roush beer, a smoked beer, and I cannot wait to try it. And apparently, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. So... Um, whatever, whatever we do on this podcast and everything like that, it all is for you guys, all the listeners. So, um, you know, just keep coming back, keep watching and keep listening. And we're actually going to share that, uh, smoked beer here in a couple of yes, weeks. So. And I cannot wait. It'll be delicious. <clears throat> it is going to be absolutely phenomenal, but, but let's go ahead and jump into our other story. So Love I, this article. Uh, basically I ran across this article. I thought it was a really neat thing because we all like drinking craft beer. We all like drinking local beer. Well, this is five awesome beer day trips from coast to coast. I'm not going to share all the different variations because what it did, I was like, oh, you know, this, this gives you like kind of a map. Like you can go to Flagstaff on a day trip outside of Phoenix. You can go to a couple different breweries out there, like Historic Brewing Company that's, you know, and have their downtown or, uh, you know, go to Bottle House Outpost for a glass of cult favorite pie hole porter. And I started thinking, I was like, Man, wouldn't it be cool if Florida or Tampa had like a beer route? Which they do. They're actually featured in this article. They were. I thought Tampa it was very cool. Tampa to St. Petersburg, Tarpon Springs. You know, maybe start off at Cycle Brewing, then go over to St. Uh, you know, there's go to Cycle Brewing, and then go to uh, Green Bench, and then work your way over to Tarpon Springs, over to Silver Kings. But I started thinking, I was like, man, how many different variations could we think of? To uh, go and, uh, you know, like on a, on a craft beer route, you know, like for us, we could literally start at Tampa Bay Brewing Company, which is off a racetrack. Then we could jump over to, um, oh, that's the beer I forgot to get out. 
what beer? Crooked Thumb. Yes. Oh. Yes. That was, that's our surprise beer. That's what I forgot about. Crooked Love Thumb. Crooked Thumb. So from Tampa Bay Brewing Company to Crooked Thumb. And then from there, we could actually Uber down to... You can go to Rap. You can go to Slipper Kings. You could. But I was thinking Dunedin would be a nice Or Dunedin, too. Because there is yeah. four, literally four craft beer breweries down in Dunedin. There's so many craft breweries down the street. Like, legit. And then... In this area. Work your way over to Stilt House. Yeah. If you're still walking at this point. Okay. Yeah, or you just somehow you're getting there with an Uber or something. Or <laughs> Better a drink a cup of coffee somewhere along the way. No, just drink a whole crap ton of water. Sober up, whatever. Need water. Lots of water. Lots of water? Yes. Fair enough. Break the seal. You could do that. Oh, I don't care about the seal. Well, so then I'm after Stillhouse, hit some ice cream at that, what's that place Stein's. called? There you go. And then jump over to Silver Kings in Tarpon Springs. So within a day's work, you could go to. <laughs> All so of these hard. breweries. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of want to do that. Oh, did I mention finish up a big storm? Uh, escape. Oh, forgot about Escape. We just went I to like Escape, escape brewery. brewery. By the way, <clears throat> shout out to Escape Brewery. Their actual brewery, like the inside, their, their tap room, man, they had this incredible artist. She was fantastic. The style of this brewery, for me, was just everything like that I enjoy. It was more dark and more like hipster and... It was really rad. They had great light fixtures. I don't know. It was just, it was really cool. So Escape, uh, great job on your appearance because it's it's pretty badass. And very good prices on Crowlers. Yes. Which was good. So had a great Crowler from there too. You did. What was that? The the milk A chocolate shake milk. Porter. Oh, I know, it's like milkshake. I loved it. You weren't a huge, huge fan, but I, I personally. No, it wasn't that I didn't like. It was it. almost too milky for me, which yeah. I think it was. It was almost reminiscent of a of a yuhu or something, yeah. which is not bad. And I, that's why I liked it because <clears throat> I hate milk and like that was just really yummy. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> think of that, and then we could we could even wind up at Wild Rover and then go to World of Beer after oh, that. Yeah. Like that's Rob, a huge circle yeah. in all of Tampa Bay. So. So think about it, guys. In your area, wherever you guys are yeah. listening from, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what your favorite route is. Because yeah, I think show us be, your little like your little you know, brewery maps. Like, what would you do if you had like ten hours to just go? Just go and round explore. around around. Spend maybe ten bucks each trip on Uber. Yeah. Or whatever. And, yeah. And then oh, because we met that guy the other night when we were at Cigar City. He was talking about going to yes. you know Colorado and all the different things that he went to in Denver. All the different breweries. Yeah, he wanted his own rock little formation. Trip. Yeah, yeah, oh my god. He well he, he went, went to on, the Red Rock. Oh yes. He went on a little yes. more than than a brewery trip. But you know, that's hey. what when when in Colorado. Took it up. <laughs> do, it, do, the, do what Coloradians do or whatever. I don't even know what the word is. So <laughs> he shared yes. that much with us. So oh man. This is fantastic. Well, so I think in in, in light of that. I, should we do this one or should we do the shade tree? We should do the shade tree. I mean, because so <clears throat> we are going to do this the 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 shade tree IPA from Crooked Thumb only because last Friday I had the ability to be there for their canning release. You were, and, and I, where was I? It, Ryan was in a business trip in West Virginia, um, but <laughs> I was in the mountains. I had this hair up my butt, and I was like, you know what? I asked my coworker, I go, we should go here. Yeah, after. Hair up oh, I, well, yeah. not in that way. But I was like, we should go. Yours? I said, we should go. I was like, I, I, really, I just want to go to Crooked Thumb and enjoy one of their good craft beers. And 
it had rained terribly, so I was told that um, the streets were flooded, and we weren't, I wasn't able to get there, but regardless, my girlfriend and I made it there, um, and I was told that it was their can release day, and what a lucky day, because they had their six packs on sale for 11 bucks, which was a great price for, you know, a six pack of their brandly And which one did you pick nude. up? I picked up the, the Shade Tree. Which, by the way... Shade Tree IPA. The Shade Tree IPA. Love this can. And I told the guy whenever I picked it up. This can, to me, is fantastic. The colors aren't my favorite colors. They're more of like a... <clears throat> well, see, I was kind of like looking a, at this. I'm actually a fan of these colors. I'm actually I love a fan it. No, I do. Can. The can's perfect. It reminds me of a, a cartoon that I grew up with in, in a lot of ways. Like, it reminds me of the <clears throat> Safety Harbor Park. Like oh. that's what I think of. I think of the the big the big oak trees. The because you got acorns on there. It's like got nice greens and like browns. Ooh, this is why, seven and a half percent. Uh, yeah, for the price. That's why I, didn't I know couldn't. It was that much. Yes, it's actually really good. Yeah, seven and a half, y'all. Um, it's great. I love the story in the back of their can. It's Go for just it. share it. I will. Our story. Hanging off the west coast of Florida like a crooked thumb is a peninsula home to the quaint city of Safety Harbor, where 100% of our beer is brewed and, and, traft, and crafted. Yeah. <laughs> um, it def- but what I also too like about it, it tells you to pour in a glass and enjoy. Mm. And like, I had this in a can whenever I got home when you were on your vacation, and I looked at this bottle, this, this, this can, and I was like, wait a minute, I need Which, by the way, two. I had to beg her to save me at least one or two I of. saved three. <clears throat> Lucky you. But, like, I looked at the can, and I was like, I should pour this into a glass. So I did, and, you know, it's always better whenever you drink from a glass. But Ooh. it tells you, yes, this is a great, it tells you all these things. It has something called thumb notes. Thumb notes. Because it's crooked thumb. Oh, wow. Um, it t- <clears throat> and this is the uh, description of, you of know the IPA. You should have flipped it upside down. That would have been kind of cool. You like, think? Yeah, well, to be crooked. Ah, uh, it says. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> it says a modern West Coast style India pale ale packed with big hop flavors. Spicy mango and pine aromatics dominate mm. with a smooth taste and dry finish. Crack open and enjoy under your favorite shade tree. I freaking love this beer. I freaking love this can. And I freaking love this brewery. <laughs> that is all. This beer is I bomb. think she's freaking in love, man. It's I really, am. It's actually... Uh, it's 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 even better. No, than look at the top. It's a stand-up beer for a laid-back crowd. I'll drink. Mic to that. drop. I'll drink. To Done. That. Next article. And I do believe the uh, brewer of this craft beer facility used to work for another yes ba- major uh, craft beer uh, company, but we're not going to name drop right now. No, but no. is he the one on the fridge? Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. What's but, what's on the fridge? There's the name of a brewer. Oh, fridge. no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, I've got but no, no idea what I'm looking quick, at. Before we move forward on our article, you can literally taste all of it. I can taste the pine. I can taste a little bit of the spicy mango. It's just, it's just great. It's just a great beer. Yep. So how I about beer? I would totally get this oh. tattooed on me. I was just going to say. Oh, I had a feeling. How's about beer for life? That sounds fantastical. I mean, how do you get free beer for life? Oh, maybe by tattooing that somewhere on you. Something. So, in essence, all right, would you listeners out there, would you get a tattoo in exchange for a free beer? So, this this whole thing started off uh, 
at an Oscar Blues Brewery's biggest fans fest or something to that effect. And what they were doing was celebrating the 15 years of the Dale's Pale Ale. So um, Oscar Blues, they canned a craft beer pioneer. And what they did is they made this, this four can set. And in the four can set, it, when you put them together, it made one picture. That's awesome. So I thought that was kind of a cool thing. Yes. They're all 16-ounce, you know, uh, draft cans and so on and so forth. But <clears throat> as the uh, story goes, okay, I'm trying to find the name here. There was a company. Where is it at? The Shark. The Shark? Ah, Sharky's Paradise Tattoo set up a mobile tattoo parlor, which... By the way, it looks like a shark. Uh, <laughs> and they were giving out, so was they were doing, they were doing tattoos based on the can. And if you got one, you would get a free beer. So the brewery tells craftbeer.com that 26 people were a go for it. And uh, that they'll now get free beer at Oscar Blues Breweries and the Tasty Weasel taproom locations, uh, at least in locations where free beer is legal. They will now get the beer for life for getting this tattoo. That's bomb. I mean, how can you not? I mean, 26 people are out there right now, and all they have to do is go to a local Oscar Brews or Oscar uh, Blues Brewery. Excuse me, that was my bottle opener. Uh, don't do shots and drink beer really fast doing a podcast. No, and you won't I think it. this is super cool because <clears throat> I personally. All you had to do was get a weasel tattoo. Babe, I have a hurricane symbol tattoo. Which True. Is a bomb ass tattoo on my shoulder of my kid that's true it's a picture of her face it's a picture of her face and they said hey if you get this symbol anywhere on you we'll give you whatever you want in it for free and i said sure i'm gonna make this the best money spent for myself which is nothing i got their symbol on me and my kid's face in which it, and is it was fantastic. gorgeous so this is a really i think a really cool idea for somebody who just loves craft beer maybe you're working on a craft beer you know sleeve who knows what you're working at i mean tattoo wise but i am a tattoo lover with the multiple tattoos, this is really cool. I would totally. I mean, do this. All you had to do was get a tattoo of a weasel, and well, which they didn't know doing this that they would get a tat that that they would get free beer for life. So no. they, they went into this completely. They went just for one beer. One beer. They are fantastic. So you you're like yeah a, a five dollar beer I'll get a tattoo for, of a weasel for the rest of my Maybe life. Maybe he was a badass looking weasel. But, I mean, if he was well, a badass looking weasel. Well, no, I'm, I'm just weasel. saying I'm not I'm not discrediting the weasel. The weasel might have been fantastic. I'm mean, gonna need to figure out what it looks like. Fantasy, fantasy. I didn't. I was gonna try to put weasel with fantastic. No. No. Can't no. Do it. Can't do it. <laughs> the the no. It doesn't flow. But now they're saying you can get an fantweasical. <laughs> fantweasical. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Fantasical. <laughs> oh my god! All right. That's so, it. I mean, they're getting free beer for it's life. It's cool. I think it's cool. And all they have to do is show up and show the weasel. If Crooked Thumb did it with their, <clears throat> I would totally. I would get a Crooked Thumb tattoo. Hands down. I would definitely get a Crooked Thumb put. Somewhere in my body. I don't even mind getting their Florida piece on me. That's pretty cool. Which one's that? Oh, yeah, with all the anchors and they got the little... Yeah, look, they got a little flamingo. I love it. It's... The only thing missing is the gator. They didn't put a gator on there. They did. It's right there. No. It's a crocodile. No. Yeah, it is. It is. Crocodile. It's whatever the hell has chompy teeth and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) 
What are we down under? <laughs> down under. It's got chompy teeth and Just stuff. Just got chompy teeth and stuff. <laughs> okay. It's like basically five year old stick figures. So, so do we share with the good folks the last beer, or do we feel like no? This is it. I think this is this good. This is great. I think this is good. We're gonna leave you hanging. The last, the yes. last beer. It's very good. It'll just get better with time. It will. Okay. Just like everything in our love life. Yes, in life. Love <laughs> well, life is fine, you retard. <laughs> you know, doing a podcast with you is really fantastic. I gotta Honey, say. I'm so glad you enjoy it. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy it too. Next time, I think we'll maybe drop some teasers about some upcoming episodes of Dragon Ball Z and maybe some Games of Thrones. Or Game of Thrones. Jesus, your speech is fucked. I had the Why S somewhere. It's yeah. for the listeners anyway. You listeners, we love you. <laughs> we just, we truly They like stuff you. backwards, then forwards, then yes. left, right, up and down. Yeah. So Donnie, thanks again for, uh, you know, putting all this on the on the podcast and cutting it and sewing it, so to speak. Yep. We really appreciate it. You guys can uh, reach me on the Twitter machine at Brewboy813. Catch me making some craft beer. Like I said, I've got the brown or uh, the smoked ale coming up. And let me know what you want me to brew. What about you, Ashley? Um, And you can find me on Instagram at Ashley Margit. That's A S H L E Y M A R G I T on the IG. That's where you can find me. Keep on hopping on. Cheers, guys. Have a great night or day if it's morning. (laughs) you've been listening to the official podcast of the brewmasters club grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content add this podcast to your favorite rss feed or itunes chat with the guys on twitter at brewmasters club and facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club cheers